0: Hey, this is Alvaro del Norte from Piñata Protest, and you're listening to the Texas Music Spotlight.
1: Welcome to the Texas Music Spotlight podcast, supporting artists and musicians from the great state of Texas. And now, here's your host, Julia.
2: Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here and welcome to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast where we interview musicians from around Texas and you get to know them. Maybe you haven't heard of them before, maybe you have heard of them, maybe they're your favorite band, whatever. We give you a musician-to-musician interview, talk, chat, and it's pretty fun. And then you get to hear some music from them, the artists, and yeah, we do this every Monday, every week. I do a podcast, my dad does a podcast, he does the TMS musicals that you see um, every other week, and I do the TMS one, the regular one. So today, we have a great podcast coming for you, Piñata Protest. I don't know if you've heard of them, you probably have. They're amazing. They're a really great band here. Uh, they're from here, San Antonio, Texas, and they tour around the, the United States, Canada. They're going to Mexico. This band's accolades. There's there's so much you can say about this band. I mean, uh, they've played with uh, bands like Revan Horton Heat. Toadies, Ramona Ayala, Mustang Plug, Wayne Hancock, Girl in a Coma, so many more bands. Their album, El Valiente, debuted at number seven on the Latin Billboard Top 100 charts. They've played tons of shows everywhere you can think of. They've been the soundtrack on a few movies, and they even have their own beer with Freetail Brewing. I mean, the Piñata Protest beer. Come on. This band has done it all. They're doing it all. And they're amazing. And I got to sit down with Alvaro del Norte. He is the lead singer, the accordionist for Piñata Protest. And you're going to hear my interview with him a little bit later. But first, I got to thank you for following us on social media. Facebook and Twitter is at Texas Music Pod, Texas Music POD. And on Instagram, we have at Texas Music Podcast. And you can also support us on Patreon. You can give us a dollar or however much. Whatever, if you want to support us with money, that would be awesome. It's patreon.com slash TMS podcast. TMS podcast. And that, you know, keeps the metaphorical lights on. I mean, we do we do this for free. We don't do this for money. We do it for the love of podcasting and you know we're musicians too so we like talking to our friends other musicians getting to know them and tell their stories it's a lot of fun but if you want to help us out that would be great patreon.com slash tms podcast so before we get into it i don't know i just kind of wanted to say a little bit of my view of what's going on there's a whole lot going on in our scene i guess in san antonio and i'm pretty sure everywhere else there's been this whole thing of people speaking their mind about the whole music scene the state of the scene all that kind of stuff i mean if you you're in the music industry or whatever there's always this chatter that's going on but you know in San Antonio we have the opportunity to have these sort of organizations these groups there's there's so many other people that are trying to propel this scene to be something more something else a little bit you know just something because we feel there's something here that needs to be let out and a lot of people are just bashing it a whole lot that I've seen on Facebook and all that stuff but there's these organizations, like I just said, that have the opportunity for you to be constructive and change it. If you don't like it, there's, there's ways to do that. There's people you can reach out. Please, if you are not happy with where your band's at or what your band's doing or the pay or anything like that, there are resources that you can go to. Uh, You can even go to me, come to me if you want to Uh, me to point you in the right direction. I can do that Uh, at Jules the human. That's me. J-U-L-E-S the human on pretty much everything. And you can reach out to me if you'd like. And I can point you in the right direction because all this talk, all this nonsense that's going on Facebook is not helping anybody. It's not helping anything. And it's only hurting you in the long run because people that give opportunities and people that pay and people that do things for your band or want to do things for your band see this and they're going to say no because they see you just complaining on facebook doing whatever and it's just not okay so yeah you can go ahead and complain all you want or whatever and maybe that's why you're not seeing any results of what's you know of what your band's doing or anything but just know that there's always some something you can do something better something more than just complaining on facebook writing a comment on facebook and giving your two cents because that's not constructive we can create the scene and more people that do that will only help. I know that's only for like the 10% of people that listen to the podcast that that you know that goes for but maybe move that into your own music scene. If you see people commenting criticizing the scene, wherever you're at, wherever the United States, Canada, Europe, wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this podcast, just bring that in and and say, hey, you know what? There's a constructive way of doing this. There's a different way we can do this. And let's help out each other. Let's help each other out. Because there are people out there that want to help. And I'm sorry that you're unfortunate to not have come into contact with them but there are people out there again that's only for a small portion of y'all that listen to the podcast and i just you know needed to get on my soapbox for a little bit because this is my show but yeah i mean contact us contact whoever whatever let's you know make music good and make it fun and you know everything i don't know Whatever. It's my show. I say whatever I want. Again, I sat down with Álvaro del Norte and we talked a little bit about everything about how he started, how he learned accordion, what he wanted to be before all this stuff. And we talked about his new EP with Pinata Protest, Cuatro Éxitos. Man, I'm really bad at speaking Spanish. I'm sorry whatever. Cuatro exitos. I have the very first EP. I have it in my hands. I got to hear it. You're going to hear a little bit off of that too. I think it's a premiere. I don't know if anybody else has heard it, but I'm going to say that. I'm going to say it's a premiere. Why not? You're going to be the first one to hear the song DUI and California Girls. We're going to play DUI. You're going to listen to the interview, and at the end, I'm going to play the full song California Girl. So yeah, that's all for me. I'm sorry that intro is a little longer, but let's get into it. This is DUI. By Protest.
1: Saliendo de la cantina me pescaron manejando Como siempre chupando, esta pinche borrachera, no se me puede quitar. Miré un taxi pasando y le chiflé, quiero, vengo. Vino y me abrió la puerta, es cuando un pedo salió, pobre señor manejé.
2: It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of it's like a, you know, it's really fun to play that sort of music and stuff. I mean, on trombone. I mean, I was classically trained, I went to college and did all that stuff for a little while, but. I never thought I would come back and play that sort of music, and I was able to do it on my main instrument, so um, that's definitely really interesting for me. So how did, how did you get started? Where did you, you know, where, where did the love for music come from, essentially? I don't know. Uh,
0: I have no idea.
2: <laughs> was somebody and, else a musician, and you just saw it? N- and
0: I'll be very honest. Uh, when I was growing up, when I was little, I'm talking about, like, you know, under 13, I thought all music and all art was kind of a waste of time. And I thought that everybody should instead um, just spend their time being scientists, because I was, I was, I'm still big into science, and Mm -hmm. I love it, and I support it. And I think, um, you know, more kids should get into it. But Mm -hmm. To me, that was my life, you know. Like Bill Nye, the Science Guy. Was yeah, super cool. Huge <laughs> for me. I mean, that was my life. And I, I was the kid that, while you know, during recess, while all the other kids were playing, you know, with each other, like you know, not not like that, but
2: <laughs> yeah, out in the
1: they're, the they're playing baseball, yeah. you yeah. know,
0: tag, whatever, uh, 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 whatever, you know, or just chit chatting. I was doing all by himself at the very far end of the field, I, and I would be just studying a. Uh, uh, a spider, and I would toss ladybugs and other other insects into yeah. there, and just watching it do its thing, and that's what I spent most of my time doing, just being alone, and and I and I pictured myself, you know, being a scientist. Mm-hmm. Were,
2: were you I an only up, child, or no. growing up? No,
0: no, I have two younger brothers. Mm-hmm. But, um, anyways, nobody. Yeah, I never really thought like, yeah, I'm gonna do music one day, mm-hmm. you know. And honestly, still, I'm, I mean, I'm still like <laughs> to this day, I'm like. I'm kind of, you know, maybe one day I'm going to, you know, settle down and, you know. Do something else? Do, yeah, be an adult. <laughs> yeah, be an adult, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I never really thought about it. But, uh, you know, I'm sure you went through it too. Yeah. Your uh, angst-filled teenage years. Sure, you discover music or, or maybe a different style of music that, you know, you're just, you know, it moves you so much. And that's what happened to me, you know, and it was... Discovering my uncle in Mexico's uh, Nirvana CD, you know, and I grew up very conservative. Mm-hmm. Like rock and roll was bad. It was yeah, the devil. okay, the devil, yeah, you know? six six six, and exactly, all exactly, <laughs> man. You know, even if it, you know, anyways. Um, so yeah, but uh, I wasn't supposed to ever like it, and and I was strangely mesmerized by it. And do later, do you think that's
2: why you liked it? Because it was like so like taboo. Yeah. Like, oh, you you're not supposed to, and then you like turn on like i don't know led zeppelin or something <laughs> like that and you're like oh my god like pink floyd is like yeah this i'm not supposed to be listening to this this is crazy you know so is, is, would that like do you think that's what kind of drew you towards it uh to begin with sort of i'm sure yeah i'm
0: sure <laughs> but i i cannot deny that it was just some great music yeah for sure you know how can you not be mesmerized by it mm-hmm. and it was so brand new to me later on you know uh, uh in high school i got into punk rock and, and that just Flip my whole world around. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Where did you did you start off just listening to it, or did you start playing it on like guitar or something? Or
0: oh, actually, um, I was in band uh, starting in middle school. I, I played the trumpet. Nice. And you know, I even then, I, I honestly, it wasn't even that like really like oh, I'm gonna be a musician someday. Yeah. I just I just did it because it seemed interesting. Um, you know, uh, nothing else really interested me. ROTC was an interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, sports definitely not interesting. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I, I didn't have any. I didn't go to the kind of school where they had any kind of extracurricular activities like a science club or something. You know, I went to uh, kind of a ghetto school
2: <laughs> here so, on, here in San Antonio. Yeah. yeah. Do you, Do you think if they did have something like that, we wouldn't be sitting here right now? <laughs> like if something would have grabbed you Very early hard. on, yeah. Would I think been, so. Wow. Man. So like definitely at that point there was there was like you're going down one track and you could have gone two different ways or something. And if something would have grabbed you to like a science club or like a book club or something, you would have been like some scientists.
0: Absolutely, something. man. <laughs> for real. So thank you, uh, you know, to the government of this city for not fund- <laughs> funding.
2: <laughs> for the, for, yeah, for not funding any extracurricular <laughs> yeah. stuff keep,
0: other than music. At it, you're bus- <laughs> popping out a bunch of, bunch of musicians here. Um, well, I started yeah, right. Uh, you know, in 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 middle school playing the trumpet. Sure. Later on in high school, I, I met a friend um, who taught me guitar. You know how to play my first chords, mm-hmm. and I think it was because I already had the musical background from band that I felt comfortable getting into guitar. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, then too, even that that wouldn't have gone very far. I think. Um, and from there, you know. Uh, I started playing in bands with with him. His name is Joe Joe Rocha in Austin, and uh, he plays in a band called Cecilia and the Broken Hearts. Nice, yeah, uh, a great band from Austin. He's been in a lot of great bands. He's you know one of the best guitar players I've I've known my whole life. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Great friend. Um, but
2: so, yeah, so going forward into high school, after high school, when when did uh, when did this idea for being at the protest come, or where were Was it even that at the beginning? Was it, what was it to Um, start?
0: It was, I, I, you know, I was in college at the time. Like I just started college and um, I had already come to a point in my life where I like, I have already played in all these bands. None of them like went very far, Mm -hmm. you know, all these bands sounded like somebody else and I didn't like that. And also too, I was, I just felt, um, I was upset by kind of the whole um uh, uh, two-facedness of of the music culture uh, at, at least at the local level um like everybody wanted to be rock stars like everybody just wanted to be praised and loved uh but and nobody forgot how to have fun and in and, and the you know nobody wanted to actually like show the crowd a good time yeah. and and I and I did, I thought I that was so unfair like we were cheating the crowd like no, like, like we have to give them something.
2: Yeah, like, like it's an entire experience. It's yeah. not you uh, putting out an entire product and it's like, there you go, here, and have it, have that, have whatever I put out on stage. It was more, and, you, you know, for, for what you're saying, you you thought it needed to be more of like a connection, something that y'all collaborated on to make an experience, I That's, think, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Man. There was a lack of that? What, around yeah. Around what time was that, do you think? Around what year, do you think?
0: uh 2003 Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well at that point I you know I gave up music and I was in school I was majoring in science (laughs) yeah (laughs) doing all that yeah so um uh but you know I honestly like my heart of hearts was like man I I I love playing music yeah I really do I love even and I thought you know I'm gonna continue even if it's and a rinky-dink band on the, on the weekends for my five friends who come out to see me. And I don't care. I'm going to continue playing just because mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I really do. Um, but th- the whole thing was like, I'm going to start with my own. And I'm, it's going to be fun for a change mm-hmm. for the crowd. It's going to be different. And, um, you know, it was honestly, it was kind of like a combination of a practical kind of uh, application of my love for punk rock and growing up listening to Tejano, Conjunto, Cumbia, uh, Rancheras, all mm-hmm. that stuff, you know, with, with my parents, which originally I hated yeah. when I was little. But something, something very special happened um, when I turned 21. Um, and it wasn't because I. Yeah, cause I wasn't it wasn't because you were drinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but something definitely uh, changed in me. And I think. Um, it was uh, I, I moved away to Austin and, and moved in with my friend uh, Joe Rocha actually, and um, and and I and and I was working at um, a fiesta, a fiesta mart, and it was in they played nothing but hardcore norteño, like actual just norteño and mm-hmm. banda all day. Mm-hmm. And at first, when I started, I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna be the worst experience yeah, ever." Yeah. But I really needed a job. Uh-huh. Anyways, I was there for, you know, over a year, and at the end of it, my heart was just flipped, and I started hearing songs I hadn't heard for many years, and uh, it just brought me back, and um, eventually, anyways, I moved back. Point of the story is, uh, you know, I had a newfound love for the music i grew up listening to.
2: Yeah, after being forced to listen to yeah. it at the beginning and then yeah. it's just like, oh wait, this is really good. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoy it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Novaida of course, yeah, you know, yeah. great example of one of those groups. Yeah, sure. Um and and it was just uh it just the two things kind of just came to, be, to together at at this moment in mm-hmm. my life and the thing i came up with, oh, let me combine Punk rock, which is fun, mm-hmm. and Tex-Mex music, you know, but with accordion, there was only one problem, though. In all these bands I, I played in, I was playing bass, and that was the thing I, I, uh-huh. I knew, and I, I knew that, and I was good at it. I even played in a Tejano band for a while with my friend Joe Rocho again. Uh-huh, Yeah. I got with someone trying to go <laughs> to my, to my uh, musical uh, journey. But yeah, yeah. So you didn't know accordion.
2: <laughs> I didn't you- know
0: accordion, yeah. Uh-huh. That was the problem. Yeah. And uh, and I put out ads, you know, at UTSA, you know, looking for uh, looking for accordion players and uh, on, on everywhere, mm-hmm. and and I couldn't find anybody that was like under thirty and was, yeah that wanted to yeah and was open to punk rock and mm-hmm. you know all that the whole idea and w- and was able to sing too because I needed somebody to sing and be bilingual. Because I wanted the whole idea was I wanted yeah. To so you had an idea nineties.
2: already of what you wanted, yeah. And you were just kind of like, and they have to somebody be, out there. <laughs> they
0: have to love shaking their booty on yeah. stage. Yeah. And anyways, I, I couldn't find anybody, so I was like, man, I'm just gonna do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> and luckily, yeah. I found out. I gathered wind that uh, at Palo Alto College they were giving accordion lessons, mm-hmm. but accordion lessons, and it was really the only college in all of I guess the world I think maybe um, that offered that class so mm-hmm. I got it. Yeah. You know, and I and I took that for one semester and uh with Juan Tejera, the great Juan Tejera. Uh and um and that's what got me started, you know? Yeah. Right away too. I just started writing songs and song, songs that like, Pinata Protest still plays to this day. You know, not knowing really how to play the instrument very well, mm-hmm. I was just going by ear. Like this sounds good, you know. And I applied everything else I knew on guitar and and uh, bass and everything, and and made my the first songs from that. Wow! So that's that's how the band got started.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that's crazy to to think that that's I don't know that that you could you couldn't find somebody, and then you're like I'm going to do it myself and now to see after how long have y'all been going for uh
0: a little over 10 years now a
2: little over 10 years i mean and so many you know the list of accolades that y'all have done and everything that y'all have accomplished so far is just so long and to think that's how it started to that you just wanted like you know no it's crazy like i don't know if you ever look back i'm like oh man i didn't know if this was going to be a thing and now it's a thing. You know? I
0: I honestly I didn't. I no. really honestly was just like I'm just gonna have fun. And to yeah. me, that idea, that type of show, something different. I thought that that was just gonna be something I do on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it grew th- throughout the years. And uh, I just you know I you know my love for playing music is is always gonna be there. And, mm-hmm. and why give up a good thing? And and it's an ad- it's been an adventure more than anything. Both musically uh you know inter interpersonally Mm -hmm. uh my my biggest well one of my biggest influences is uh uh billy joe armstrong from green day sure yeah you know i remember watching him he wasn't one of the first artists i got into but eventually you know i did um but i was really mesmerized by his stage presence and I, i loved it you know and he and you know he looked like he was having fun, and uh you know and and not i don't know, I don't want to say I'm copying like him or anybody else, but i mean i I generally do have fun on stage, and mm-hmm. I love it, I love it it's it's so fun like, even now, like, oh yeah, even just now,
2: yeah,
0: oh yeah, yeah, even the little shows you know uh the big shows are fun, but the little shows even like just being on stage, do you think yeah. what
2: did you ever? Do you, you know ever think you would right? be on stage? Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Like, it's, I love it's it. A it's a great it's, feeling. Yeah, I mean, you could play the same tunes. I mean, I've been playing <laughs> the same tunes for a while, and and yeah, maybe they, uh, you know, it's like, oh, we got to go out and play again. But once you're on stage, it's like, oh man, this I'm gonna play it like this. I'm feeling this energy from this person from this side of the crowd or whatever. Yeah. I'm feeling, oh, one of my band members is doing something a little different here. Let's change it up, you know? Let's yeah. do something crazy. Yeah, it, it's definitely interesting and fun to just keep keep doing it and play with the same people, you know, playing with the, some of the same people, uh, for a number of times you get comfortable and then they change it up or something, or they do something a little different. It's like, Oh man, this is fun. And you feel safe, uh, on stage. I think, um, did you, did you ever think you were going to be on a stage or were, did, I mean, a front man, I guess, of, of, of a band. I mean, are you, you know, were you always looking for attention early on? Like as a, as a, no, no. <laughs> that wasn't you,
0: <laughs> no, and I know it sounds kind of cliche because i've i've heard i've heard interviews about you know you hear interviews about sure. like all these actors or or musicians singers that, you know uh a you know, singer of pro jam he was so shy that you know his first gigs that he would face his back towards a crowd yeah, I wasn't that bad, but when I was growing up, I was the shy kid mm-hmm. that nobody even. Nobody even will remember me on the from school because I was so invisible and I had, I had very few friends and all that stuff. You know, I, I really was, I really, really was an outsider. I mean, even in high school, even the punk kids didn't want to hang out with me because I was so uncool. <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. That's how uncool I was. It <laughs> was super uncool. Wow. Yeah,
2: yeah. And and now. I mean, when whenever you first were going up on stage, you said you were in bands in high school and stuff like that. Were you super nervous, what did you feel all that? Just super a lot of nerves and all that.
0: That that's I think that's the one kind of thing. Like like you know, I was nervous. You always are nervous. But for some reason, when you put me on stage, when I get on stage, with the, you know to perform, like I become a different person, mm-hmm. and I've discovered that about myself. And that's you know that's I'm glad that. I can do that yeah, sure. because I'm naturally very shy and very mm-hmm. timid e- even, even to this day. Like I really, really am. I mean, I feel great with you and yeah. I feel comfortable with you. Yeah, sure. But, you know, if I'm in, I walk into a room of strangers, I, I can't. You're not going to like make yeah. a
2: spectacle where it's no. like, hey, I'm here or whatever. Like no. some people, no, it's going to be like, oh, I'm just, you know, or if you're waiting in line for like coffee or something, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. sure. You know, chill. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you're on stage, it's just uh, something takes over, or or is it you? Or, or what do you think happens when you when you get on stage? It's just you expressing yourself. Are you feeling uh, something from the crowd? Are you feeling something from the people that are making music with you? What do you think it? What do you think it is?
0: I, I think it's it's the music, man. Mm-hmm. It's the music. I mean, yeah, like the song starts, and and you just you got to like, you know how it is. You, you got to just fall in love with it every single time again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, 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 it's it's just, you just feel the power from from the songs, the drive from the drums, the rumble from the bass, the the grinding of the guitar, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, you just, you get into it and you, and you just lose it. And I don't know, that's, and, and, and then, you know, part of it too, of course, is like, kind of like you know you want to put on a show too mm-hmm. so i mean part of it's yeah I like you know i have my stage antics whatever i do but for I, I for the most part i just i just it brings me to life like just playing music you know mm-hmm. even at practice too and like i get into it and you know
2: so it's not just the same uh, stage thing you're saying it's just the music I just, yeah the music i just, that maybe gets I'm you just, there. yeah sensitive yeah. to
0: music i guess you know yeah man you know I love dancing too I I don't know maybe (laughs) same thing you know I love I love dancing Mm -hmm. oh my god (laughs) that's awesome especially after a few a few (laughs) oh man you can't stop me no
2: yeah (laughs) will you be dancing uh next friday for your uh the tour kickoff or or what what is it called actually what is the uh the show that we're uh that you invited me to play with y'all i don't know if i said that anywhere but i'm going to be playing with him alvaro and pinata protest so um what is this what is this uh gig what is the show and then tell me about the tour that y'all are going on that the it's crazy i mean how many how many times have you toured let's start with there how many times have you toured a lot
0: i don't know really? man just tons uh honestly i think about 18 times 18 Jesus. tours uh-huh um you i don't know how you want to define tours too because some of them could be like three days yeah sure or some could Any, be okay let's say outside of months. texas
2: let's let's say outside of texas uh how many times have you been out and, and going on a a few dates oh, or like a longer, a little bit longer.
0: Probably 15 and then, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> only a few less, I guess.
2: So you've definitely done it quite a bit um, together with uh, Aspen the Protest. And and Friday, what's the show? What is, what's going to happen there? And tell me about the tour that's going to be happening after that.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, we're going to have a tour kickoff show and... EP release, uh, for a brand new EP, Mm -hmm. which you now hold in your hand. Which I have, yes, before uh, you,
2: whoever (laughs) listening right now, I have it right here.
0: It's, uh, yeah, we're, we're releasing it, um, that EP, um, we're very, very proud of it, we recorded it in Southern California, and, uh, it it sounds really, really good, like we're very proud of it, Mm -hmm. best recording we've done to date, um, and, and I
2: heard some of it because uh, I'm learning the songs, and it does sound really good. I don't know what what copy I got uh, to you know play over, but maybe there was probably some mixing afterwards. But it sounds really good. Like your voice sounds really good. I don't know where where y'all re- do you know remember where y'all recorded in California and who who helped you out. Who yeah, was, uh,
0: it's a called Pot O' Gold Recordings. Mm-hmm. Uh, pro- uh, producers Dave Irish. Um, he actually was recommended by. Our current guitar player, who's former, uh, well, his his band, uh, No Way Jose, recorded there and several other of his friends' band. And they just had that sound that we were really looking for. Uh, You know, we recorded here in San Antonio and Austin, uh, but um, we were really looking for that California sound. I hate to say that.
2: Yeah. Because,
0: (laughs) you know. Yeah. Yeah. but, you know, it, uh, a lot of the great punk rock bands that we love in the band, you know, they're from California and they have that California sound.
2: Yeah, I mean, definitely when I was listening to the two songs, uh, California Girl and... Uh, what was it? You Give me Cantina. I don't know if that's a... Yeah, it's, on, their, it's on
0: there too. Okay. Uh, but that's actually not going to be until the actual full-length release. Oh,
2: okay. Awesome. It. So I So I heard those two songs. I got to hear those two songs. And it does definitely have a lot more punk a lot more ska vibe than than what i've heard previously from y'all and and that's you know that's definitely there and it's really cool and it's a lot of fun and you can definitely feel like 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 you're live like you're listening to you live and it's it's a really it's really awesome i like that it it was really good cool glad Um, to hear that yeah i mean yeah it's it's like perfect so because because it's recorded and all that but it's like Oh, it still has that sort of like I'm at a concert vibe. Cool. And that super punk happy sort of thing. Yeah. So I really enjoyed it. Is that sort of what you're going for now? Uh towards that more just fun sort of ska vibe, yeah?
0: Yeah. Um well, this and this album, this latest one, well the E P and the full length, um we um we were working on just expanding um our horizons with music styles You know, we we definitely got into ska, uh, into some cumbia. We had some guest musicians from uh, Tim Timebaum, Tim Armstrong, and friends. uh, His trombone player, Mm -hmm. whose parts that you know, yeah, super good. (laughs) Um, And uh, Voodoo Glow Skulls, uh, percussionist of of Gogo Bordello, and. and the Beastie Boys, too, actually. Really? That's, yeah, he, he, the same guy, man. Um,
2: so you got a lot of help from a lot of good people yeah. doing this thing.
0: Hey, oh, even Juan Brujo from Brujeria came and yeah. did some guest vocals, too. It was cool, man. It was a party. We we're having wow. a party yeah. uh, at the studio. <laughs> it was fun.
2: So so what was that sort of uh, studio process? And maybe um, for somebody that you've, you've been doing it for a long time, um what are some i don't know something you would tell somebody that wants to record their music today that just hey i have a band that kind of just started i want to record an album what sort of advice i don't know or or anything that could help somebody that's that was like you for starting <laughs> off i don't know Oh
0: man well we've made every mistake in the book number <laughs> one so
2: so don't do anything you've done yeah just
0: <laughs> ugh. oh man um well number one I, mean, I don't know. Some bands can do it. Some bands can't. Some musicians can do it. I, I can't show up sober to their <laughs> recording studio, you know, because if you don't, you're it's going to waste everybody's time. And yeah, everybody's going to sure. get mad. And so that happened with, you know, my band, um, our first recording, and, and it didn't go very well. And, um, you know, we eventually had to go back and rerecord some parts, uh, you know, a couple years down the line because of that. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was crazy. But, wow. um, yeah, that's number one. <laughs> <laughs> just be sober. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I don't know. Number two, honestly, practice, 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 yeah. practice, practice. Be tight. Know your stuff. Um, and number three, I guess, just have fun. You know, yeah. go go in there and and act like you're at an actual show, you know. And and I, I think that's that's one thing too with this latest album is like, at least for myself, like that's my, that was my mindset. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not gonna worry about anything. I'm just gonna sing into that mic and pretend I'm a, at a, an actual show, and hopefully that energy will transcend through the yeah. microphone. And I don't know, um, and and that's you know that seemed to work well on, on yeah. this latest recording and yeah I'm happy about definitely
2: it. and then your your album before el uh el valiente uh went number seven at on the latin billboard start off there yeah. latin billboard top 100 i mean that was, so that was i mean fun. you're doing something right i think <laughs> <laughs> i think you're doing something right that's that's cool i want to uh one thing that was pretty cool, I don't know if this, I mean, I'm, I think I read it somewhere. I think I read it on your Facebook or something that you did the accordion part for the Front Bottoms song, uh, yeah. Au Revoir. I mean, I really like the Front Bottoms. And when I saw that, oh, I was like, cool. whoa, that's. I've been listening to the album a lot. I listened to the album a lot. And I was like, okay, it's accordion. Cool, whatever. And then you said that you're the guy that did that. I was like, oh, my God, that's crazy. <laughs> How did that happen?
0: Um. That Well, the producer that recorded uh, our El Valiente. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frenchie Smith in Austin at the at the bubble room. Um, he also recorded the front bottoms oh, okay. uh, on that album. Yeah, and uh, I guess they were just in the middle of the recording process, and and I guess I think they were talking about adding accordion, and he's like, "Oh, I know a guy."
2: <laughs> That's how it goes, man.
0: So yeah, they contacted me, and like next day I was down there, and and, uh, and yeah, uh, there's this little part of the song that I added this accordion part that that they they weren't expecting me to do but they mm-hmm. just loved it at the very end and I was very happy about that. I was like, "Oh, I'm so glad. I'm like I'm 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 here to satisfy my customers."
2: Yeah, sure. I mean, that's what you that's what you're doing whenever you record for somebody you know? or play. It's like, "I want to be good for you and I want to do yeah. something good for you and maybe, you know, you'll be on it again or they'll they'll say, "Oh, I know a guy." And it's you. Yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah, it's super cool.
0: Yeah, that that was that was that was fun. The front bottoms, man, cool guys. I don't know. They they invited me to play live, but I don't. I only saw him come down here once. Uh, a second time. Yeah. It was at the limelight. I was. In, yeah. yeah. In, even in town, but I also did uh, uh, stuff with um, Eddie Spaghetti of the Super Suckers. He was doing a solo album. It was more country than anything. Uh-huh. Um. Uh and that was fun too. We recorded with the assistant who recorded uh Sublime's uh big album Yeah uh, the the self-titled yeah, yeah, one, you know. Uh jeez. So he's a yeah, his assistant in Austin uh, we recorded with him. That was fun.
2: Yeah, I mean that that's that's crazy. That's ridiculous. So you're doing all this stuff and you you did some soundtrack stuff too with piñata protest most recently with the 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 movie uh i'm gonna butcher it me estás matando Susana. yeah, yeah me <laughs> estás matando Susana. that's why i'm not the singer um but yeah that, how i mean that came out recently right that that came out uh, a couple months ago
0: yeah yeah
2: how, how was that what would you do with that movie and and all the other s- movies and things you've done before
0: um well, for that one Me Estás matando susana um the producer robert Sh- roberto schneider uh who's based in uh mexico he um well originally they were going to use our song Volver volver mm-hmm. on, on on just the the credits at the end of the song and i don't know he 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 got around to checking out some of our other music and um he felt uh, that our, our music was a great re- reflected the main character's personality mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah. Now the main character, who's played by Gal Garcia Bernal, is like a a, a womanizer. He cheats uh-huh. on his wife. <laughs> <laughs> He's a drunk, uh-huh. very irresponsible. Yeah. You know, lazy. Um, so I don't know what that. So says. is that a compliment? Or <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, the 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 director thought our music was a good reflection of yeah, his personality. Sure. So uh, he decided to uh, put our Sanvato Perron. That was right, right in the opening scene, which is yeah. really kind of, really, it was weird watching it. I, I went to go check out the movie, uh-huh. and, and and it was, it, it felt good, but it was, like, weird. It was like, whoa, like, they're actually playing... My music. I hate listening to my own. Really? Like I. I don't know. You, you know. You know how you are. You like so judgmental about. Ch- yeah, your playing. definitely. Yeah. You hate to listen to yourself because you're like, oh man, I. I suck. You know? Yeah, yeah. Or like or, or I could have done this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're sick of guessing yourself. Mm-hmm. And then we also did an original song for that movie too, which is really cool, and that that was fun. We went to the studio and 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 did did a little piece for this yeah. certain part of the movie. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, and it debuted all over Mexico in august of last year mm-hmm. uh over 800 theaters and uh and then it debuted in the US had a very limited run uh, mostly kind of the more latino markets around the US um and 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 it came out in february or march uh, anyways yeah, um, yeah. you know that was that was cool um That's awesome. and it should be hitting like netflix and all that stuff please. oh really and, yeah so
2: very cool yeah yeah so Um, I have a few other questions. Um, So we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash TMS podcast. And if you want to donate at least a dollar, you can get your question on our question board here. And I have a die, uh, a 20-sided die, if you want to roll that. And (laughs) whatever number you get is the number question I have right here. And these are our two questions uh, patreon.com slash TMS podcast. And you can get your question on the question board that I ask my artist. Well, here we go. Nine. Oh man. What experiences have most shaped who you are today? Let's say like one or two, like, what do you think was like, Oh, okay. This is like, you look back and like, this is like a, a big moment for me.
0: Um, growing up in a military family, my dad was in the army and, um, Uh, Yeah, I I moved around a lot, Mm -hmm. and I I don't know, my dad was gone a lot, and, you know, when you're growing up, you know, that that can be hard, you know?
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, Not to psychoanalyze myself. (laughs)
2: Sure, no, I mean... But
0: I think that's, after that, you know, I I became really shy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that that does, uh, I mean, what you were telling me earlier, that you're kind of by yourself, I mean, um, I was really shy, too. My dad was always touring and stuff so i mean i was just kind of by myself and i just kind of was super oh, man if if uh i mean if you knew me earlier like in in high school and all that i was just super like just really shy and then now i talk to people for, I for hug a hug yeah we'll hug we'll definitely we'll, hug hug. We'll, we'll post a picture on our on our instagram of us hugging you no <laughs> we're gonna be all crying no Aww. um yeah okay well then go ahead and roll again hopefully this one's a little happier
0: I don't know, I just opened up old wounds.
2: <laughs>
0: All right, here we go.
2: Oh, you already said this one. So, what was your dream job when you were a kid?
0: Yeah, I wanted to be in s- a scientist.
2: D- what specifically do you think you wanted, wanted
0: to do? I wanted to be a microbiologist. Really? I, I was just fascinated with things that were very small, things that you cannot see. Uh, I was fascinated with just uh, the microscope itself. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and I love nature. I love nature shows. Oh my god, I love them so much. I still do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some you know, kind of microbiology, micro, some, some something with microscopes and biology. Something very cool. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so if if you know, I don't know, if you have something like a cool microscope, I guess take it to an, a pinata protest show and uh, show Alvaro, and I'm sure he'll freak out and be super happy.
0: You know what? I'll tell you a story real quick. When <laughs> sure, I was yeah. in the second grade, I won a little toy microscope um uh, at school for like perfect attendance or something mm-hmm. and it came with like little slides and they were like um dissected insects or leaves or just the cross sections of them and i remember so being so fascinated by that and i loved it so much um it was like the best day of my life wow but anyways yeah
2: super cool all right and One yeah more? uh sure why not that was nine again. Go ahead and roll. Eleven. If you could go any place in the world right now, where would you go?
0: Hmm. I don't know.
2: Where have you been? Where was the furthest that you've been from where we're sitting right now? San Antonio, uh,
0: Texas. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Canada. Yeah. New York. Hmm. I've, I've been all over the U.S. Um, we just played Canada this year. That mm-hmm. was that was fun. And we're going to play Mexico this month. Um, We just scored a gig in in Monterrey uh, for July, opening up for El Gran Silencio, which
2: is super cool.
0: We're very excited. Yeah. Where where would I be? Any part of the world? You know, I I, I don't. One of the things that you quickly learn about touring in the U.S. is that the U.S. is the same everywhere, man. Mm -hmm. Like, there's streets. There's there's Starbucks. Everybody, for the most part, speaks English. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's almost all the same. All the street signs, like pretty much the same, Mm -hmm. you know. And yeah, I love, you know, cities like New Orleans. New York is great. You know, cities that have their own history, that, you know, uh, very interesting, long, unique history. Um, But ultimately, I mean, the U.S. is the U.S., you know and I, and I love to uh get out of the US already and, and tour Europe and Latin America and, and we're actually working on that. I'm very happy. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm very excited. Um but I guess personally, I don't know, I, don't, I don't like really know like
2: Paris or like something <laughs> uh, The cliche. Yeah, Japan places. or something cool.
0: Actually, you know what? I I do know where I want to go. Yep. I I want to go to Lima, Peru. In Lima, Peru, uh there's this music that's an indigenous uh, to that 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 city, to Lima, it's called Marinera music, um, and I discovered it maybe like two years ago, accidentally on YouTube, yeah. and I just fell in love with it. It sounds a lot like Cuban music, and they play with with a cajon uh-huh. and they play with classical guitars. Oh, okay, and they have this. Uh, they have a lot of uh, very crazy time signatures too. Uh, you you know. Uh, I don't even know what they are, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, and then the harmonies too are very—they're stacked differently than a lot of other the music that you usually hear. Okay, um, it sounds weird at first, but it, it's—I don't know—it's some beautiful music. It's a very uh, honest music. Um, I, I, I very think it's interesting. I, yeah, I think something it's different. Beautiful. Yeah, Marinera music. And I would, anyways, I, I would love to go there just because it's just like a lot of these great music styles uh that are they're that you know a little older they're kind of going away y'all the great musicians are, are dying off mm-hmm. you know and uh, i would love to go and try to catch like an authentic marinetta band you know playing on the side of the street you know mm-hmm. and i I'd, I'd probably just collapse from
2: <laughs> crying from or something <laughs> crying. it's so beautiful <laughs> it is i love it man i
0: love it marinetta music check it out
2: yeah awesome man so uh going on tour this uh this month
0: yeah i mean we stay pretty busy yeah, uh sure. like we usually get only like one day off a week mm-hmm. you know usually mondays you know uh but yeah we we try to play as much as we can while we're out on tour mm-hmm. you know make the most of it
2: yeah for sure so so where can they find your stuff at uh you have a website right and like social media and all that
0: yeah uh piñataprotestband.com is mm-hmm. our website we got Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. I hate Snapchat. Yeah, man. Man. <laughs> I I don't, don't I don't get don't, it. No, like, I only have it for the band, and yeah. I, I barely even you gotta, post you gotta anything. You got to put
2: filters in like the little face things. No,
0: I I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. And oh, I, I've been wanting to share this too. Sure, go for it. Okay, I remember everybody dogging Instagram. And Facebook when they started doing like the, the Snapchat video yeah, the, kinda yeah, the kinda feature. Uh-huh. You know? Er- but now everybody's doing it too. Uh-huh. It's like, come on, people. I don't know. I'm I'm just <laughs> I'm just hating.
2: Are you stuck on MySpace? Is that why? You're, you're like, yeah. Does the Pinyatha protest have a have a MySpace still? It does.
0: Like, yeah? It does. I haven't I haven't, you haven't been on it, it, it? out okay. for a while. Everybody, go maybe check I should yeah. have all these messages and like show like offers. We off, yeah. oh want God. you to tour
2: Peru, yeah, right? <laughs> Twenty sixteen. Oh no, yeah, but um, yeah, man. Thanks for thanks for being here. Thanks for uh, being on the show and uh, talking to me right now. So that's pretty cool. Well, that's my thank pleasure. Yeah, thank man. you.
0: Man. I'm really looking forward to the show. Yeah, it's uh, going to be fun. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you for doing that.
2: That was my conversation with Alvaro from Piñata Protest. Go ahead and check out the band at www.piñataprotestband.com. And yes, I will be playing with them. I'll be playing some horn stuff on May 19th, Friday, May 19th, 2017, here in San Antonio, Texas at the Bang Bang Bar with... Yoronas, given a chance lost project and hawks of holy rosary this will be their ep release tour kickoff show it's gonna be huge it's gonna be crazy and it's gonna be a lot of fun and i'll be there and yeah i'm super excited to be playing with them and that he asked me to play with them for a few songs Uh, i'm going to be playing this song that you're about to hear california girl remember to subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast at right now either soundcloud itunes stitcher google play wherever any podcatcher that you're using go ahead and subscribe that really helps us out and it helps us get new listeners and while you're subscribed while you're there rate and review R stuff, rate and review on Google Play, iTunes, wherever. And I'm going to read a review right now. This is from C Nielsen 30 and the title is Music and More. This podcast has lots of great music to offer and lots of great behind the music information. Great music from a great state. Thank you, C Nielsen. We have a few more reviews that we're going to be reading And if you want me to read your review, if you want me to shout you out on a episode that's coming up, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you can leave reviews for our podcast, and I'll go ahead and do that. Thank you for subscribing as well on social media, Facebook and Twitter at Texas Music Pod, Instagram, Texas Music Podcast. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash TMS Podcast. Do all that right now. Or... After you finish this podcast, we're going to leave you off with a song off their new EP that you can pick up on Friday. And I'm pretty sure it'll be going out online pretty soon after the EP is available physically. Um, Just go ahead and follow them on all the stuff. Pinata Protest will give you the links to all that on our social media. But this is a song off their new EP, Cuatro Exitos. The song's called California Girl on the Texas Music Spotlight. I've been Jules the Human. Thanks, and have a good night.
1: To be with you Cause I'm tough And I'm strong just can't wait cause I anticipate all the moves you make. Yeah, you make Be back again I'll call it right. Please don't fight I'll be missing you tonight Cause I'm tough And I'm strong But without you never for long From your lips I can't stay Far away to the Texas Music Spotlight podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and visit our website, TexasMusicSpotlight.com, to find out how you can be a part of the live recordings. Until next time, please continue to support local artists and music in your hometown.